Well, race fans, for this newest episode of Getting Up to Speed, we talked to two-time Cottage Grove Speedway 360 Sprint Car Champion Tyler Thompson out of Harrisburg, Oregon. 2022 was a little bit of a rough one for him, but Tyler's going to talk of all the happenings last season as well as the things that he looks to improve on in 2023. Well, now joining me, he drives the number seven entry out of Harrisburg, Oregon, Tyler Thompson. Tyler, great to have you on here. Great to have you have a chance to talk about what will be happening in 2023 and all the happenings of 2022. Yeah, no, we're we're really excited for 2023. I felt like 2022 definitely wasn't our best year, so hopefully a, a little bit of redemption this year. Yeah, a little bit of a roller coaster ride, I think, if you were to put a label on it. Uh, I have you down 29 starts, 19 of which was in 360 competition. Did have 10 starts and four tens. In fact, pulled off four top tens and a top five at the NARC race, at Grays Harbor Raceway in Elma, Washington. Five podiums, seven top fives, 10 top tens and 360 competition. Um, how would how would you kind of assess how how from start to finish the season went for you guys and your and your team and actually drove drove for uh uh, another team as well yeah i just felt like it was uh, a little inconsistent and um almost a little hectic i would i would put it as as far as just had a couple motor issues that threw things off and um went through a couple cars and changed cars and just a lot of things went on that didn't quite get us to where we could be consistent on a week-to-week basis and uh if there was a little bit of a silver lining, five podiums, two at Cottage Grove and three at Southern Oregon Speedway. Southern Oregon, you seem to be pretty solid for the most part when you race down there. Yeah, no, that was our really our first time ever being there and first time I'd ever seen the track. And um, a couple of nights we ran in um, Brett's car too. And um, no, we they put on a really good show and gave us a great racetrack. And I felt like we had a lot of speed there. And uh, referencing Brett, Brett Smith, the owner of the, 98 H, which Matt Hine normally would drive, but you got a couple of call ups uh, when Western Sprint Tour was there, and even Trophy Cup, right? Yeah, I felt like we've we've had a good relationship with Brett and his family and his team for a while, and we had a um, couple issues with motors and weren't really in a position to go to Medford, but wanted to, and um, he offered to let us go run that, and then we've kind of made it a tradition two years in a row now to go to Trophy Cup with him as well. So what's 2023 looking like? Is it going to be along the same lines, just running local, hit some of the regional big shows, um, or is it all going to be completely different? Um, I think it would be fairly similar to kind of what we've done in the past, and especially last year as far as running as much as we can around here with Grove and Roseburg now, and um, probably some of the Western Sprint Tour stuff as well, and then um, probably be up at Skagit quite a bit running mix of four tens and all their big shows they have putting on that um, they're doing now. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask is as far as four ten competition is concerned, are you going to be trying to hit, hit that a little hard? Because it seemed like you and your race team seemed to like it, seemed to enjoy it, even though it was a bit of a gear change. Yeah, I felt like our, our speed in it was really good. We ran really good at Elma and um, – we had a lot of speed at Dirt Cup, too. We ran in the top three for most of the night on the first night. And um, 410 something we want to do more of. We just we only had one motor, and we had bought it used this year. And um, it only had so many nights we could run on it. We're hopefully getting it freshened up here in a little bit and 
um, be able to put a full 20 nights on it. So that's our, our goal for the 410 stuff right now. And so as far as springtime is concerned, are you going to try and run across the border and catch some, some of those spring specials in, in California at all? As of now, probably not. Cause we're just now, I just got in a position where I could send the 410 off. So we probably won't get it back till about March or April. And, um, at that point we won't be able to hit many of the California shows. And there's just so many shows right now between Oregon, them coming through up to dirt cup and, um, enough shows at Skagit that it'll really fill up our, our nights. We can run on it. We only can run 20 nights. So, um, that'll pretty much fill it up for, for this year. Talking about the sprint car racing culture in Oregon, it seems like it's, it's making its way back. It was, um, it went through some interesting parts there, especially around COVID time. And now it seems to be bouncing back. I mean, we, you know, you've seen the Western sprint tour schedule released where they don't just have one speed week. They have two that's never been done before. Um, that should be interesting. That should be something enjoyable for fans and race teams alike. Um, but overall Pacific Northwest, I think is starting to gather up and, and do, do really well overall when you put Skagit in the mix and you've got you know, Cottage Grove and now Roseburg. Um, I think it should make things better. I mean, do you agree with that sentiment? Yeah, I feel like they're they're doing a better job at getting more shows out for us. I just, it's hard because we just don't have the cars right now. Or I don't mm-hmm. think, um, we just don't have a micro class that brings up a lot of kids. And the go-kart class is really good at it. But um, I just don't feel like we got a lot of kids up and coming within the next year or so at least. I think in three or four years we might have quite a few, but um, we're just struggling for cars in general. And I think now that Washington's putting on so many good shows and um, California's putting on a lot of good shows that we see a lot of people that maybe didn't race as much are starting to race a little more, but uh, mm-hmm. no, they're doing a good job at scheduling. And we just struggle to get people from out of state to come and support our events here in Oregon. And I think um, with the two speed weeks, I think we can, we can drag a few more people. And I've seen already a couple of people come on board with saying they're going to run more in Oregon. Sure. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. Cause, um, it's, it's definitely an important bridge, uh, between, between the two States that, uh, are, per, you know, have strong lineages of 410 racing and of course, 360 racing. And it's, uh, only natural. You would think it would follow suit in the state of Oregon and, and build up bigger and better as well. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's headed in the right direction. I think racing in general all across the country is heading in a really good direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think West Coast is kind of always the, the slower side of things as far as getting more shows and more money in the racing. But um, I think it's definitely improving, and um, I think it's only looking better right now. You talked about um, Medford being pretty, being pretty solid, had, some, had a couple good runs at Cottage Grove. Is there any other high points that you would point out maybe it necessarily wasn't like a a fifth place run or so but some things that really surprised you some things that really uh took you back like wow i i i couldn't believe i i could accomplish this last season um i wouldn't say i really wasn't too too excited about last season with our results and stuff but there's just a lot of learning um i think that's part of racing for anybody it's a lot of learning i think we did a lot of learning last year and I think um, that that first night of Dirt Cup running up in the front and um, getting a second and really not too far off the lead for a while. I mean, we, we faded at the end, but um, just knowing that we have the speed there, we just got to put together 
full nights and I think um, just get more consistency with our motors. And I think our motor program's gotten better where we were buying used motors and um, some of them wouldn't last. Some of them would only run so long and um, now we'll have fresh motors. And I think a little more consistency there will, will make us feel a little more confident going into each night and um, changed up our program a little bit too. I, I haven't really announced anything yet, but we're switching up as far as our race cars go and um, just trying to get better and um, doing a lot of learning in the shop this winter and um, hopefully find some more speed for this year. Yeah. And no doubt, I mean, you seem like you got a good attitude about it. Like it, racing is a very humbling sport. Like, you know, you're a two-time track champion at Cottage Grove in the 360 division. And then to have a rough year, I guess the easiest thing to do would be complain and just like throw your hands up in the air and give up. But you seem determined to just, I may have, you know, gotten out of step a little bit, fell off the horse, whatever bourgeois cliche you want to use. It's, you know, it's, I'm just going to bounce back, you know, like when you, in archery, the arrow goes back, then it goes forward. So. Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel that way. And I feel like we definitely have a little bit different program than most people as far as funding goes and me owning it all and, um, going to school right now. And, um, it's just, uh, definitely a different aspect I think than a lot of teams deal with. And, um, we're definitely, definitely keep improving our team. It just, it just takes time for us and it's a process and it's a process that we knew we signed up for. And I knew it was a process that wasn't going to be a one year thing. It was going to take years and years. I feel like we're starting to, starting to get over the hill a little bit. And like I said, I got our motor program better. We, we made the decision to switch up cars for this year. And, um, there's a couple other things we're going to be trying different this year that I think will help us. It's just more, we need to find consistency in our, in our race nights and be able to run in the top 10 or top five consistently and compete for more wins. How much of a culture shock was it sort of for you? I mean, obviously you said it, uh, you did it at the end of 21, but like 22, you got the call up a few more times for Brett Smith going from, as you said, running everything, seeing the day-to-day operations, doing all that good business to, I'm not putting words in in your mouth or anything. Feel free to correct me, but just basically show up, bring your helmet, bring your seat and drive, drive for me. Was it, was it intimidating at first? Was it, uh, a little like a very odd, uncomfortable, or was it an exciting sort of change up to things and uh, having that stress relieved of not having to worry about A, B, C, and D? Um, it, it's definitely a little bit different than that. So when I drove, I drove Blake's car twice this year, Blake Cook, and I drove it a little bit last year. That was more of how it was, was show up and drive. And um, I really liked that. I, I enjoyed just being able to focus on driving, not worrying about what tires were running or if we got new tires or is everything paid for. And um, no, Blake was really good. And I, I really trusted Blake. Blake had really good ideas and he was always, always able to get the car in a direction that I wanted it or that the car needed to go. And, he had a lot of good advice and with Brett it was kind of a little bit similar but with Brett we actually went and picked everything up and brought it to our shop and did the majority of the work and um, got things ready and Brett was um, really good at just hey come get it and do what you think you want to do to it and um, that gave me a little bit of confidence and then of course he was it was all his stuff so the financial part was a little bit let off my back so uh, no it's definitely a little bit different and um, I enjoy definitely driving for people and um, having the stress of set up calls and stuff like that, take it off my back. And I, but I also have been building my, 
program I feel like since I was seven years old. So I, uh, I really enjoy what we're able to accomplish in our car. And um, it's definitely a little more special when, when we run good in the seven car. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'll say this with all honesty. It seems like yesterday you were just starting racing cage carts. <laughs> and then it seemed like a couple minutes ago you were starting, you know, in limited sprints. And it just seemed like, you know, just a second ago you were in 360s. Um, it's been a journey like, uh, you, you, you know, and just tell us about that. Like you start out in cage carts and, and, and ran that for a while and then eventually limiteds and then eventually three sixties. Yeah, no, it definitely is. I definitely think a journey would be a good way to put it. I feel like, I don't know, it maybe was 10, 12 years ago. I was winning a race at Cottage Grove and then was coming up to interview me after. And I, I was super nervous then, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. And, um, like I said, it's definitely been a different journey and it was uh go-karts were a lot of fun and my dad was really good at that and um, getting the carts really good. And my sister was really good as well. And moving to big cars, we didn't really have any, any opportunities or um, my mom and dad really didn't want to fund a race car. So I had to find a different way to go. And Brian was a huge help in, in getting us started in that and getting us going in the limited at 14. And um, I kind of had to quickly learn the financials of racing and how expensive it was. But Brian was a huge help for the first couple of years and um, got us going and got us started. And yeah, it feels like yesterday we were just starting our first race. And now we've ran a couple of 410 shows and outlaw shows and um, it just goes by so fast. And when you mentioned Brian, I assume Brian Crockett, uh, Roger Crockett's dad, right? Yeah. Brian Crockett. He, he was a huge help and um, we were in, uh, his motor for the first couple of years, really, he just loaned it to us. We'd run good and be able to sell it at the end of the year. And, um, he helped us get that first car. And, um, no, Brian, Brian Crockett was a huge help to us. And um, we definitely wouldn't be where we are today without him. Yeah. What, uh, what are you looking like? I mean, you know, none of us have crystal balls or any sort of foresight into the future, not even what tomorrow holds for any of us, but for you, what are some things at least that you would like later down the road, like to accomplish? Are there maybe some certain tracks you want to run maybe with some certain series or maybe kind of switch it up and run like a, like a different car, like dabble in some late model stuff, dabble in some modified stuff, any, anything like that? Um, I have a lot of ambitions. I, uh, I was given the opportunity by Jimmy Whistler to, to drive a modified and even, I even rented practice stops in a late model. And I was just, I keep telling people, I was just too young and dumb at the time to really understand what the opportunity was and, yeah. and what to do with the race car. Cause they're, they're a lot different than a sprint car. Mm-hmm. But, um, I've watched so many races over the time and, um, I feel like I've learned a lot in the sprint car itself that I'm, re- I really want to get back in a, in a IMP modified cause I, I really enjoyed it and it's a really cool class. And I think with what I've learned now, I think I could have a little more redemption. I think we ran six one night, but, uh, no, I think we could, I think we could run. Okay. And then have some fun with it as well. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, but as far as sprint cars, I mean, especially here on the West coast, is there any bucket list tracks that you haven't went to? I know you went to a lot of them, but is there any ones out there that at least want to go there once and run? Um, I don't know necessarily on the West Coast. I think just in general, the your big tracks at I fifty five is definitely one we want. I want to go to and um, Port Royal and um, definitely Knoxville. My dad ran the Knoxville Nationals twice, and I'd like to go back and and make an attempt at that. But no, it's definitely just I want to get our team to. Um, I'm still going to school, and I'll probably be out next June. 
but um, I want to go for a year and travel. I want to go race and hit some Ohio tracks. And I think that's every, everybody's goal, but I think we're building to where we can get to that point right now. So it'll definitely be a couple of years, but uh, it's definitely the goal is to, to keep building over here on the West Coast and hopefully get some good finishes and some good runs and um, build up a program that we can have the ability to go maybe travel for a summer and go see what we can accomplish. Sure. No doubt. Yeah. That sounds exciting and it sounds obtainable too. Yeah, definitely. And we're always, I mean, of course it'd be nice to do in my stuff, but open to opportunities. Maybe we'll get an opportunity to go do it in someone else's stuff as well. Sure. And as far as off seasons go, I mean, you mentioned it, you've been working hard on your program, trying to make it better, working in the shop. As far as any sort of downtime you have, it doesn't sound like you have much at all between going to going to school as well as operating a fully functioning race team. Is there anything hobbies you try and do sim racing to try and, you know, keep, you know, keep your, your racing, uh, stamina up, uh, anything like that, that some race fans may be curious about? Um, I would just say I work in the shop constantly. I, mm-hmm. I had a little eye racing set up at my desk for a couple of years and I'd run it good for a couple of weeks and then I'd be off for a couple of months. Just, just get too busy. And now we're, we're doing pretty good with the racing as far as I've made it a business. And I build a lot of different products for go-karts and sprint cars and mainly trailer products for wall hangers and stuff. So that's kept me really busy. And then going to school for full time for electrical engineering, just you don't get much downtime or extra time. And then the downtime you do have, you got to get your race car ready for the year. So sure. we've been, uh, we've been really busy lately. And um, I would say maybe the one thing I'll, I'll go and do every once in a while is we'll go up to top golf and, and go hit a golf ball for a little bit. <laughs> nice. Um, as far as your business, you know, your little side business, like I'll just give you the floor exactly. What do you do specifically and what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? If there may be something that you, uh, need to do for them. Yeah. So I've been buying and selling sprint car parts for a long time. We've done a couple team buyouts and stuff and that's part of the business. And then we have built cage car. We've done the bumpers for those and we build wing trees for them. And, um, and then as far as sprint car goes, we've, We've been doing some trailer racks and some little things, but we've just gotten to where we're going to be ramping up and putting out a lot of new products here soon that I think a lot of people will like. And um, mostly through Facebook is where people get a hold of me or figure out my number. But now we've gotten a couple of dealers and we've gotten our name big enough that uh, they've just been kind of selling on their own. We've, we've sold stuff to um, a couple of different really good race car drivers and sprint cars. And um, we just, it seems like our name keeps growing as far as the business side goes and we stay really busy over there. Sure. So Tyler Thompson on Facebook, that's probably the best way for somebody that's like, uh, I might, I might need something. Yeah, definitely. We've, uh, on Facebook and we've been doing panel holders and, um, we have these new birdcage mounts that went really good this month. And, um, now we're getting everything CNC cut out and, um, we're coming out with a lot of new products here soon that I think, I think we'll, people will like, and it will help keep their trailers organized and, and I think that's a big part of racing is staying organized and sure. being prepared. Absolutely. Yes. Failing to prepare is preparing, preparing to fail. Exactly. So, well, um, is there any specific people you want to thank sponsors, marketing partners, uh, to, to give you the floor just to, just to acknowledge them and thank them. Yeah, I definitely think, um, John and Kim at Bank Auto Repair, they've been, they've been a huge help for me for years. And, um, 
Northwest race solvents. They've been a, a huge help with our fuel goes and, um, Brian Crockett, he's always been a huge help and he was a huge help getting us started. And then, uh, obviously my mom and dad, they've been a huge help and they, um, do a lot. My dad does a lot of work in the shop with me and we stay pretty busy. Then we got a lot of great partners and sponsors that we've been, uh, working with for a couple of years. Ed Glacier Auto Core Systems, they've been a huge help and, um, we're going to have hopefully a couple new sponsors this year, but IBW Local 80, they came on board again this year, and um, that's about it for now. But we're hopefully getting a couple new ones and um, be able to put together a really good season. Yeah, no doubt. It sounds like it's going to be a great one. And as far as like news, uh, a schedule perhaps of, of future race events, um, merchandise, is there a good website, a, a team page on social media? What's the best way for for race fans to follow you or purchase any, any, uh, apparel. Yeah, we're on Facebook and Twitter at Tyler Thompson racing. And then we also have a website, Tyler Thompson racing.com that we usually have merchandise. We don't have new merchandise right now, but I also sell my parts on there. And then once we get our schedule out, it'll be posted up there as well. Sure. Sure. Well, awesome. Well, Tyler, it's been a pleasure to have you on here. And we hope that the rest of the off season goes really well in preparation and can't wait to see you at the racetrack in 2023. Yeah, we're really excited. And I think, like I said, it's going to be a great year for racing in the Northwest. All the tracks, I think, have came together and put together for all classes, really, really good schedules. And there's a lot of races and a lot of opportunity to go racing. So we're really excited and hopefully we can put together a decent year. No doubt. Well, thanks again. Thank you.